Have you ever, um, like, thought you were going to die? Like, I don't care what it is, whether the health scare or suddenly the car's moving in the wrong direction and you, and you think, um, I'm going to die I'm, now. This is it. I'm, I'm going to die. I'm, I'm pretty sure that there are a bunch of times where I've thought that for a split second, but probably not, like, like seriously for more than a for more than a few minutes. Yeah, really? Like uh, I I mean I have okay, so you know how many harrowing positions I've been in in my life where <laughs> you're like you're after I tell the story where I'm like, like oh, how are you alive for me to be friends with that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I I I very regularly on a daily basis this past summer have have gone I've gone running almost every day in 80 to 100 degree weather. And I, I mean, by all accounts, I should yeah. be experiencing heat exhaustion, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, I constantly trip and almost fall, and then one time I actually did, and almost I thought I had an open break hanging out of my arm, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, I, you know, um, I don't know. I think the closest thing to really horrified, scared fear was when I. I I was plucking the strings on a guitar, and the string broke and twanged up into my eyeball. Really? I was like, ah, ah, like, trying to, <laughs> trying to pull, and I'm like, oh, God, and I didn't go but to the doctor But that wasn't like, this, that wasn't like you were afraid of death. You were afraid you were going to be blind or something, right? You, you well, thought. Um, what else? I mean, um... There was one time where I was I was driving around as a courier with a almost trunk load of uh, dry ice. Yeah, and the, I kept the windows shut. It kept, oh I mean, no! Back, well, what are you then, thinking? I, back then, I was I wasn't thinking. I was just like, oh wow, the, the it's ninety degrees outside, and it's nice and cool in Wellesley, here, Wellesley, <laughs> Massachusetts, and it's nice and cool in here. And then and after a while, my I, tongue. It not my tongue, my my brain. <laughs> I started to I started to see a sort of gray haze, and I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, this it's stuff is is solid carbon dioxide." Dioxide, yeah. When yeah. Uh, you would use it, it, we would get it for like shows and stuff like that. The first time I ever used it was for a uh, haunted house, and it comes with you know when you're using it for productions like that, you can't leave it in a space that doesn't have proper ventilation because. Oh, come on. There have been haunted houses where they said, okay, we're going to have the witch's room. And you open the door and you come in and this big, you know, it has this boiling cauldron and they keep dumping dry ice into it, not realizing that that mist that's coming off of it, yes, it's, it's, it's water vapor, but it's also carbon dioxide. And they've killed the actor in the room. Because not enough oxygen is coming in and out of that room. And then they'll stop and wait for someone and they're just sitting in a room filling up with carbon dioxide. Oh, sounds yummy. Yeah. So did, did, did you uh, have a recent near-death experience? No, I was just thinking about it myself because I was like, because you mentioned that you've been having flash floods. You've been having a lot, like, a lot of flash floods. You know what, actually? I'm, I'm sorry. That, that's wrong. Uh, I, okay, here's a, here's a closer one, right? Okay. So uh, my friend and I, uh, Al, uh, yeah. who passed away in 2014, um, so this was about probably 2008 or nine. Yeah. Uh, I was married, very fucking married. Yeah. And uh, my father uh, has had this shed off the side of his house that uh, it not only needed to be moved because the property lines had changed, but we also needed to cut it in half. And uh, he he was trying to pull these nails out of the swollen wood piece by piece, and it just wouldn't work. Yeah. So 
I said, why not just saw the fucker in half? Okay. With a chainsaw. Right. Right? I mean, because as long as you're safe, everything's fine. Yeah, as long as you're safe. While he's, while Al is pulling it apart with the hammer and I'm going through with the chainsaw, Uh, you know, it's it's sawing right through the nails because it's that powerful. And I I was, it was actually a pretty powerful electric chainsaw with a trigger. Um, We keep going through it piece by piece. And then eventually my, my dad says, I guess it needs to be a third the size because we need to use some of the wood to make a new, you know, doghouse, which they never actually made. Okay. Um, and uh, I start, I was like, alright, so saw it right down at the eave and then keep the the, the, the um, stilts in the center. And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, we'll just cover the rest up with shingles, which right. he never did. Right. Um, so I start, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the chainsaw and I'm going through the roof, like going through the shingles. And it's and what's great about this is it's so stress relieving uh-huh. because he, oh, oh Dana, you got to cut that out, my friend. It's been a long Dana, time since you said her name on the show. <laughs> Dana keeps calling me, and I don't know what the hell's going on. She wants me to come back because mm-hmm. I, I'm, I believe Al was living with us at this time. Uh, yeah. He was living with us for a short while because he didn't have any other place to go, and she's just like, "You're just off having fun with the boys, and you you just want to leave me with the kids." And I'm like, "The, the baby's." sleeping and yeah and and the and and kid is just fucking doing nothing what are you talking yeah but i don't get to have fun so okay. you don't get to have fun oh, anyways boy. so she keeps calling with that shit and the first thing i want to do i'm like i gotta finish this and she's like okay finish up and come home <laughs> and i i keep sawing through this that thing way. and i'm just happy to, to destroy something no it's not a marriage That's i know it's not about it <laughs> I'm sawing through, and as this thing starts to split in half, the two the two pieces go yeah. and flatten on top of each other. My dad was able to take half of it and keep it up after, but it just it just sort of collapsed because yeah. it was you know. Anyways, and he says he says, well, um, as long as we're facing this way, I'd like a I'd like to you know take a portion of the wall and flatten it so I can just use that as a ramp to get the um the uh, uh, lawnmower out. Okay. I'm like, oh cool, I get to saw a door. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm making sure that nobody's inside and yeah. and I'm just and I'm pulling it out and after a while I'm just looking at this all yay I just, I just love just. I've always wanted. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I've always have, and I always probably will want want at some point in my life to have a a a very expensive vehicle that I smash to pieces with an aluminum bat. What? I don't know why. It's just always been one of my fantasies. Wait, you want to be so rich? No, that no, no. You get I want a fancy wanna... car. No, what I'm hoping for is that if the if the uh, you know zombie apocalypse comes, there'll just uh-huh. be a Mercedes dealership. Yeah, fuck survival. You'll just be in there smashing the cars. Yeah, just okay. one of them. No, just one of them. All anyway, right. so that sort of satisfaction was being uh, transposed on me right on right at that moment. So I, I pull the thing out and I'm. I'm looking at my friend Al, and he's happy. He's got we got our goggles on, and our, yeah, and we just and I start gunning the thing. I'm like, ang, 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 like, like, look at me, I'm so fucking manly. I'm a bad man. I don't like boys. Ring. <laughs> and uh, now I I don't know if you've ever you I don't know if you've ever seen the back of my dad's house, but no. after after about two yards of lawn, it's a sheer drop behind. Okay, the house the house it's a sheer drop with uh, trees all embedded into the side of the the cask the 
sort of gradient that falls off. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm I'm standing in leaves while I'm cutting this hole in the back of the, the, the shed. Yeah. Wet leaves. And I have the cord wrapped around my leg. Oh, Eddie. And I as I'm as I'm stepping forward, I have it I I I I have my finger off the trigger. Yeah. But I, I I trip and I start to squeeze the trigger as you're falling. And then f- as I'm falling, it's going and then I'm like oh <laughs> and I I release the right hand and just at the moment where my left hand is going to go through the saw, <laughs> I land I land on it right when it shuts off. Oh good. So it lands flat underneath the left hand side and left my left hand palm. Uh-huh. But if I hadn't, it probably would have gone through my hand and then through my chest. Oh well, I mean it's pretty powerful, but I don't know if it would be able to dig all the way through it. Oh, it would have taken the it would have taken my hand off though, I'm pretty sure of it. It, I just told you it was able to cut through nails. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing. You would have reacted by pushing yourself away instinctively. It, it, one of the but problems if it had been a gas-powered form... chainsaw, huh? if it had been a gas-powered chainsaw, I would be dead. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. No, but I... It no, wouldn't have I'm, killed I'm, you instantaneously. You still would have had enough reaction time. One of the things that movies, unfortunately, teach people is that, number one, people just stand there and get shot, and number two, people just stand there and get stabbed or chainsaw or whatever and it's I like an instinct. I didn't have time to react. Huh? I know you like you like giving me credit but I'm pretty sure that if I had been holding on to that trigger I Oh no, taken you would have died. Off. You would have been you would have been really injured. But what I'm saying is is that there is a part <laughs> of your brain that would have instinctively pushed you away from the thing that was causing you pain. You would not have just landed on there and lied there. You would have pushed yourself off and then probably bled to death. Oh. oh. All right, so that's my close close to death call. Yay. And I never I never told Dana about it, but Al <laughs> Al looked at me and he's like oh my god i almost watched my bestie die i this have a thing <laughs> where i have near misses with tragedy like and airplanes there are two times you know about you know, know about, about the first you know about the first one yep right the one i think i've even said it on the show right yeah no you did that was your first your first story oh was it really yeah it... you told the story about how you the guy was trying to kill himself in the plane and you stay you, you oh no, you no 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 well okay i'm forgetting that one that one did yeah that one i witnessed the second one is um high school around 1986 and it's oh Christmas vacation, right? Everybody is at the mall. Everybody is at the mall. Right? It's called Sorry, Sun Valley Music. Thank you. It's called Sun Valley Mall. Everyone goes there. It's still open. I live not terribly far away from it now. Um, I had jobs there when I was going to college and through high school jobs. and all that other stuff. Huh? Fuck friendlies. I'm going to go work over at Wendy's. You just walk right over <laughs> and you take your stupid paper hat off. And- I'm going to I'm going to work at the framing company, and then I'm going to go over to Sabaro's. And then after that, I want to work at... Oh, did they have GameStop then? No, they're probably other... No, they Toys didn't. Are, oh, you know where I'm going to work? I'm going to work okay, at Toys so R Us. I worked, Here's a business that will last there, forever. When I worked there, I worked at Lane Bryant <gasps> as a stock you boy. You sweet, sweet man. Yeah. My mom used Bryant. to shop there. I worked at Prince Plus. Um, no, no, you got to tell the listeners what, what just in case they don't know. Just what in Lane case Bryant they don't know, for. Lane Bryant is a clothing store for the plus-size woman. That's very sweet of you. That's it. And they're still open. I think they're still in business, right? Mm. 
Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, Prince Plus, which is a place that will, you know, put posters on foam core and then frame them. Mm-hmm. And did I work? I think that's it. I don't think I worked at the KB Toys. I wanted to. I applied. Oh, my God. KB Toys. I forgot all about that fucking <laughs> They've place. They were closed for a long time. Yeah, but what's weird is what superseded it was the place that had more expensive shit. Toys R Us lasted till this year. Yeah, now it's gone too. That, that kind of that up. really kind of that Thanks, really kind of hurts, huh? Thanks, Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> he killed me. <laughs> anyway, so it's Christmas and everybody's there. I'm there. Everybody's shopping, right? Okay. And so in the main area, in the center of the mall, there is a place, this kind of like opening area where Santa Claus is, right? Mm-hmm. And he has Santa and he's saying ho, ho, ho to kids and everyone's and there waiting in line. And... Macy's main entrance into the mall is there. So it's just like this big area where they do the Santa Claus stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm there. I meet a couple of my friends from high school. We're doing Christmas shopping and they're like, we're hanging out here do you want to like spend a couple more hours here at the mall because that's what you did in the 80s was you just hang hung out at the mall same thing in the 90s man and i was like no my mom you know what we had we had spencer gifts we <laughs> hung out in spencer gifts or, or hot topic which existed then we didn't then have either too. one of those man <laughs> huh we didn't have either one of those yeah. uh but i was like I, I don't know and my mom doesn't know you know what time i'm gonna get home and you know this is before cell phones or anything like that and he's like okay cool and i'm like let me drive you and they're like oh no we want to hang out for another hour and i said let me drive you and they're like okay drive drop my friends off come in and my mom is crying she's like weeping right mm-hmm. comes in grabs me hugs me and said i thought you were dead i thought for sure you were dead and i'm like what are you talking about and on the news breaking news um an airplane we have a buchanan field which is really close to our house oh right? my god an airplane a, you know to a single prop two-person airplane crashed into the mall directly over the santa claus thing spilled <gasps> burning airplane fuel over everything what everything were there, people there? no it's oh closed, yeah right? yeah people died people were horribly injured it was one of the worst you know one of the worst local disasters in our in our area and for a long Jesus time fucking christ wasn't the other one that that crashed into the apartment building that the one wasn't that one also a two-person a, a little because of buchanan field it's just this tiny little airport that's what i went oh you, oh all right so yeah. it's not just it's not some weird no it's thing. not we're it's not like, like some weird bermuda triangle where planes just start <laughs> and, and flying pulls towards down it. only single single engine or double engine cessna <laughs> like, yeah and then the third one the third one is 9-11 because my original i originally planned to fly back that tuesday atticus knows this story you um, were was, in my one of my I was towns in, i was in Worcester. I was in Worcester um, visiting a friend. My original plan was to fly back out of Boston to San Francisco. That plane is the st- plane that went to the second tower, I think. Second tower. That was God. my original flight. I had changed it about three weeks prior because I really didn't want to get up that early in the morning to be driven out to Boston to take the flight back. So instead, I was going to leave from Worcester and just transfer at O'Hare and then fly back to San Francisco. I can't believe you went to Worcester Airport, the most desolate airport in the history of mankind. <laughs> There's nothing I went there. there sev- I went there a lot, several times. Do they, wait, wait. So I got to ask you, you've been through, like I, I've only been by it and I've only been by the, the creepy Quaker graveyard that they have nearby i'll tell you actually i'll, I, I'll yeah. tell you about that anyway but yeah yeah um that but uh is are there businesses inside are there like like yeah, I- yeah. ice cream i mean shops uh, and... the last i heard worcester airport was closed but i guess it's reopened now no uh, yeah because the the president well, well 
the good the good one just before this one uh-huh. <laughs> stopped. He was like, "I'm going to stop at Worcester Airport and uh, um, I'm going to Worcester get myself Airport." A- Worcester Airport. I flew in um, from O'Hare, and the flight from O'Hare to Worcester is this little. Com- it's a, a commuter jet, so mm-hmm. it's like two seats on one side, two seats on the other. Right. One time, I was the only person on the goddamn plane. And they still flew because the crew lived in Worcester. And so the crew said, welcome aboard. And they did everything like standing right in front of me. I was the welcome only person Welcome aboard, there. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the whole flight to myself. And <laughs> this is the one in winter. I guess they didn't de-ice the runway as well as they should have. Because oh. when we landed, and then the plane, as we're moving, started to do, a, started to do like, turn-in circles. Because it was sliding across, it was sliding on the ice. So it started to kind of, like, go into this low-grade skid. Jesus Christ. I thought I was going to die that time. I was like, okay, we're going to slide right off the runway and into the trees. Another the reason gonna, why I'll never fly, ever. The, the plane's going to blow up. I will drive to you, Jason. Or you fly to me. <laughs> Hey man, I I I readily admit I am scared of flying, but I have been through some harrowing the, the worst flight ever. Yeah. After 9/11. So, I was grounded. There were no planes flying from that Tuesday. And the reason I found out that that was the second by the time I got a hold of American Airlines to say, "I need a flight." And they're like, "Okay, are you stuck somewhere?" And I said, "No, no, no. I have a place to stay. That's no big deal." They said, "Okay, we're, we'll book you on a flight as soon as you can as soon as you what they say what do we get the all clear and all that stuff. Let me get your number. We'll call you." I'm like, "Awesome." And she, the person's looking up and she said, holy shit, you canceled a flight right before this one. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's the flight that went into Tower 2. And I was like, oh shit. So I get to live with that now. And and also I get to live with that before getting on a plane after 9-11. So here's the night and day of it. Getting to getting on an airplane before 9-11, that, that Thursday was like, walk into the airport, get on your airplane. That was it. There was no nothing. Maybe a little pat down. You had a metal detector. That was it. On my way back, they booked me a flight from Worcester to JFK, and then from JFK to San Francisco. So mm-hmm. we get, I get on this little thing, this little commuter plane, go all, we go out over the ocean for the approach to JFK. I'm already, like, low-grade panic already, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get off. They We land outside. There's smoke. It stinks outside. There, you know, it's it's bad. It's bad, and but it's also crowded because lots of people are trying to get home at this point. Get mm-hmm. into the airport. There's ATF. There's the FBI. There are lines of people who are having their bags opened and searched. Everybody's, I mean, it was like a police state, right? God. I get on, I get on, I get onto the, I get onto the plane and I go, you know what? I don't want, I usually like sitting by the window because I do like looking at the ground and watching things. Once you're up in the air, it's kind of peaceful. I only really get nervous around takeoffs and landings. So I say, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit over the wing. That way I'm, and it's going to be night half of the time anyway, so it's really not going to have anything to look at. So I'm sitting on, if I'm facing the, the cockpit i'm sitting on the plane on the left hand side i'm sitting over the wing i feel great right Mm -hmm. we take off and if anyone's ever the wing shears off (laughs) no if anyone has ever flown on american airlines or any airline from jfk to san francisco the flight path takes you directly over manhattan and then you bank to make your turn you bank to the left so I'm sitting oh, on the so plane. Oh, so you were looking at the smoldering th- ruins. It was more than that. When we banked and I looked, the plane tip, the, the wing tip, was pointed directly to ground zero. Everyone <coughs> could see it. Did the, did, the, did the captain go, please look to your right <laughs> at the smoldering <laughs> remains of over 3,000 people? <laughs> no, but I mean, we, we made the turn. Let the and bodies then, hit the flow. That and joke's then, not funny, Captain. 
<laughs> what happened was surprisingly everything was free on the flight, and they were okay. Here's the here's the thing. Okay, so here's the thing. At the time, they were charging for headphones for the movie, and it was a fucking awful movie. It was like Angel Eyes with Jennifer Lopez, right? <laughs> uh, but everyone wanted to take their minds off of it, off of it, because this was pre tablets. Right? There were no tablet. You know, you couldn't carry your entertainment around with you, and so we could have this bing. The captain would like to announce that today's his birthday, and in celebration of his birthday, everyone gets headphones for free. So enjoy the movie, everybody. <coughs> We're like, yeah, and we all we all get to watch a free movie. Bing. The captain would like to announce that it also happens to be the co-pilot's birthday, so everyone gets a free round of drinks. <laughs> nice. It's probably full of shit. <laughs> no, the drinks are great. Are you kidding? No, no, no. I, what I'm saying is he's probably he's probably full of shit. He's that was the lying. first time. That was the first time I had ever had whiskey. I was like, really? Yeah, what do you got? Yeah, nine eleven was. I was seventeen years ago. Oh my god, Jason. Yeah. yeah, we're coming on twenty years since then. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. know. Have I ever told my nine eleven story? Like what I was doing? No, you never have. Oh, and here's I, I, here's the other what? part. I, the person, I may the, have, the last but... part of that is, I don't think I would have been able to do the flight because the person that I was staying. with didn't have a television so everything that we were hearing we were hearing over npr right mm-hmm. i didn't see any any of the footage until i got home this is lakshmi singh yeah and so i didn't see any of it had i seen any of that footage i don't know if i would have i would have i'd be living in worcester now i never would have gone home i would have just fuck it i'm never getting on an airplane again mm-hmm. but yeah okay what were you doing i'm pretty sure i have told the story but that was probably like 300 podcasts ago with like negative <laughs> negative hundred podcasts ago but so i was at the time i was working at cumberland farms uh and i was working for the gentleman who is the who is now the father of my daughter's best friend and she's out to a concert with his son tonight she's going to see panic at the disco Uh and i keep getting these little films from them about how much fun they're having jumping around and watching i don't even know any songs by panic at the disco (laughs) anyways um so i was working at cumberland farms and uh, I I was working I believe I was working third shift so eleven to seven yeah I would I, I would wake I would um, get home at around seven thirty and then fall asleep so all of the shit started to happen at what nine oh five is that correct like right around nine o'clock um I, for some reason I remember it being earlier than that but yeah I think it was starting around eight o'clock I would have to say between eight and nine I think I'm I'm pretty sure I know, takeoff what was I know around is eight. I was they actually hijacked. taking a shower and she came into the shower and she said my mom's on the phone and she said that a plane has flown into um, the twin towers and they're grounding all the flights I thought it was a joke because they it was like a joke that they make me think that I was going to be able to stay longer oh and I thought yeah. oh that's a joke because I was get, taking a shower getting ready to go you know, get on my flight. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. So I had fallen asleep, and I, I, my, I just, you know, what's funny? I remember how messy my bedroom was. It's a weird thing to focus on, but that's what happens when something yeah. weird, like tragic, happens. So mm-hmm. I had no sheet on my bed, and it was just one blanket strewn over, probably soaked in months worth of sweat, and a yeah. pillow with no pillowcase, and you know, a. a shitty boxy computer to my right that I would look at <laughs> porn on and uh, I hadn't met I, I, this is probably shortly before I met I met Dana um, and I'm I'm barely sleeping because I mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know why I chose third shift I just I think it was because it's quiet and I can sit around reading Stephen King books all night <laughs> I you know what I finished Firestarter in like two nights wow when Jeez, I, it, did you sleep uh, well no at at work 
Oh, like okay. no, no one really buys, does anything, and I mean, there, there are people that come in, but oh I yeah, that's true. No one really does much of anything. So, um, I'm I'm laying there, and all of a sudden the fucking phone starts ringing, and I'm mad, and I'm saying fucking phone because it, back then it, it and it used to be much worse then than it is now. I yeah. love sleep. I adore sleep. Sleep is my favorite thing because it's an <laughs> escape from how horrible life was then and and it also felt good i i loved it oh god especially with so many bouts with insomnia mm-hmm. but that fucking phone keeps ringing and it and it's i have one in my room yeah a corded phone i did not have a cell phone at this point <laughs> um and so it it rings and 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 my father has it set so that i so that it it it's going to ring forever there's no going to a message service Right. I reach over and I pick it up and I slam it down. <laughs> oh I'm like, whoever the fuck you are, you, because usually it's a debt collector. Uh-huh. I get into this mode back then, like where where I owed I owed money for that stupid this show. He has a death wish number number three or four. You guys yeah, can go yeah, yeah. back and and they're just calling me about late bills and shit. And I'll just sleep right through that. I don't care. They can't. What are they going to do? Come after me with an axe and put me in prison? <laughs> No, they just yell at you and say you owe money. And right. and my my then, you know, ten-time jerkier brother used to come into the room and go, there's a debt collector on the phone. Is she going to talk to him? And, like, after the first, I don't know, 13 or 14,000 times I told him, I don't care if it's a debt collector, <laughs> do not wake me up, uh, you know, he would still continue to do it. Right. So, anyways, that's what I thought it was, and I kept hanging up. And all of a sudden, I, I it just keeps ringing, and I'm like, "What the fuck do you want?" Because I don't have caller ID, even this though this is like the beginning of a zombie movie. And and it's my father, and he goes, "Fuck you!" They just hit the Pentagon, and he doesn't Holy elaborate. Shit. He does not elaborate. He hangs up on me, and I go, "Oh my god, it's nuclear!" Oh war. my god, it's nuclear <laughs> war, because I'm thinking that that the 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 fucking yeah, I'm thinking that he, because he he was so pissed off at me. He's like, you know what? I'll leave it at that. Fuck you. See you in hell. <laughs> he's like, he's like you, Jason. He's the funny dad, I guess. <laughs> and then I I go into the living room and I'm like, oh my god. I look out the window because I'm expecting bright skies and yeah. or, you know or uh, I don't think I mean from I don't DC, think they'd be able Worcester, to fe- but no no no. But you're you're not on. Let me let me finish. We're not at, okay. let me finish yet. I'm. I know that I would have been able to feel a shockwave if it hit. If they, if someone had fired a nuke at in DC. Do you think you, so? Oh yeah. No. That that you would. You, it definitely would have hit. You definitely would feel that shockwave. The Czar. The Czar oh. Bomba was went around went around the world three times. Yeah, but the Czar Bomba was the biggest nuclear and weapon ever. What I'm created. saying is one that a regular one would have at least gone around once. That's huge. Well, anyways, I'm I'm feeling for that. I'm looking outside. I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to catch on fire. What the fuck? And I, I I'm like, okay, I'll turn on the TV. I'm going to catch on fire. <laughs> well, I'm what I'm expecting when I turn on the TV because it's still a tube TV. Yeah, is uh, black emergency. Yeah. No, 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 blackout because that it, it's still it's still gonna it's like gonna it's like the cosmic radio uh, background radiation only closer yeah. now. So it should. But the TV shouldn't turn on. There'd be maybe an EMP or whatever. Right. So I have all this crazy shit going on in my head, and I turn on the TV, <laughs> and there, and I believe it was exactly when Tower 1 began to fall. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking, and I'm like, and I have to tell you, Jason, this is going to yes. sound horrible. 
I didn't even know what the World Trade Center was then. Oh, you're kidding! I just knew that. I just knew those two buildings were kind of iconic in New York. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, I just see the top go. I'm like, are they? At first, I'm like, are they demolishing that building? I'm like, no, they can't. And then all of a sudden, on the split screen, they show another another one where the 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 you know they show the they show the plane flying into the building, and I'm like, oh my god, there's been an accident. Uh-huh. At first and then it, and then underneath it says it this is the, this is this was actually the beginning of that Fox News alert or special alert or yeah. triple screen thing. They were like we're we're pulling all the gun so it didn't matter what station you were watching it was the right. same thing. Yeah. But no one is showing me the Pentagon. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I believe what was it less than less than a half an hour later the second tower goes bup, 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 down so yeah. there's just and then all of a sudden they're like now back to DC and they show what they show is a clip that you can't actually find anywhere anymore um, of the of the I believe it was a was it a DC ten that hit the Pentagon I think it was yeah yeah you, they show it what it was clip it was uh, ten sec uh, not ten second but one second clips of of the DC ten coming in and then as it comes closer to the camera it moves faster and it looks like a rocket hitting mm-hmm. the side yeah. of the building. And you can't you can't find that footage anymore because I think it's still classified. Yeah. Um, but you see it go in, and then you see a, <laughs> and you just see all the shrapnel go, and mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> so I call I call him back, and he's and he's like, he's like, you understand what's going on now, right? I'm like, yeah. Are you are you coming home? And he's like, no. You should probably call your mother. They're divorced now. So at this point, yeah. so he's yeah. like, you should probably call your mother. And my uh-huh. sister lives in D.C. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, she went. She went to Gallaudet University. Oh my gosh! Okay, which was close, but I mean, I obviously all they wanted to hit was the Pentagon. Yeah, and I'm. Well, the idea was, I think a lot of people were thinking that the one that went down in Pennsylvania was probably meant either for the White House or for the the Capitol. Yeah, and uh, so I, I I call my mom, and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe what's going on," and and she goes, "And this was so weird." She turns this into a moment to get angry with my father. And I'm like, well, why? And she goes, he shouldn't have called you first. He should have called me first. And I'm like, well, that kind of makes a little bit of sense because you're like asleep at home. You're perfectly fine. Yeah, but they're not married. Hmm. Well, at least it was better. Okay, so I forgot the time. But as soon as I found out what was happening, I knew that there are people at home knew I was flying that day. They didn't know what plane I was flying from. A couple of them thought I was still flying out of Boston. Um, they knew I was going to be—I was supposed to be in the air—and so I immediately get on the phone and start making phone calls. Right, mm-hmm. and I become like the harbinger of doom because no one is awake yet, and or they're just getting up. Mm-hmm. Right, it's Tuesday, and I'm calling. I call my dad. Hey, dad. Just uh, just calling to let you know that I'm okay, and he's like, "Yeah, why? Uh, okay, um, that's great. Why? What, what? What's happening?" And then I get to tell people over and over again what's going on, and finally, I was just like, when I when I called my friends, I was just just turn on the TV. You're not going. No one's going to work today. Just just turn on the TV. I'm sorry. <laughs> My job, my I, when I called my job, no one was there except the vice president of my organization. And I was like, oh, Jason, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm great. And he said, um, have you listened to the news at all? 
<laughs> and he's like, nope. And I said, I'm not getting home. And he's like, why? And I said, I had to do the whole explanation. And this, and he sounded like he was panicking. Because he apparently, I found out later, he has family that lives in on, in Manhattan. No. So he was like having a freak out. And I was like like one of the first people in the history of the company to get a... a, a uh, a legal excuse from work for terror. What was it called? Terrorist intervention. Oh wow! I I, I couldn't be at work for be, due to terrorist intervention. So I still got paid for the week, but I mean, it was like, uh, 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 and I and I was thinking about it. I was like, how many disasters have I been alive for since I was born? Right, like major disasters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. There was. Mount I bet Saint you Lawrence. anything. There is a website dedicated to that. <laughs> I, I mean, while you're talking, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Right, but it was like Mount St. Helens when I was I was still in grade school when that happened. Um, and then a lot of I don't remember there being any massive. I mean, I'm sure there have been a lot of disasters. Like every year, there's tornadoes. Every year's the every year there's hurricanes. Right. But we haven't had, like, not since Loma Prieto have we had a major earthquake. Mm-hmm. Like a real major earthquake. And I was never really scared because I, as soon as that, as soon as I felt it start to rumble, I was already out of the house. I was standing next to the pool watching the water slosh out of it due to the, the movement of the water, uh, the movement of the earth. But the Oakland Hills fire. Wait, when was Mount St. Helens? 81? Oh, okay, so I was alive for that. Were you? I was born I was born on the 4th of... of oh, you deleted. <laughs> There's another thing you got to delete, so now you got to listen. All you said it. was, I was born on the 4th. No, no, of... no. Uh, what I'm saying is, I, I was born at the... Whatever, Jason. You know, when, you know my fucking birthday, so you know I was alive for the majority of the year. I keep forgetting what year you were born in. 81. I, th- I think you were born later. For some reason, I don't know why. Yeah, because you, you're trying to make me a millennial still. You, you are one. It's okay. Both both you and Steve. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, are just get. He's only a year older than you. Steve? No, he's the same age as me. He no, he wasn't born in eighty one. He was he born eighty? Yeah, I could be wrong. We can we can we can settle this when we tell the listeners that Steve's going to be our special story time guest on the on the two hundredth episode. Right before we get rid of the format. You mean like we're doing with this episode right now? <laughs> oh my god, we've been talking for almost 40 minutes. <laughs> you think it's... I a, you what, now, I, I uh, have to say, though, I do you think that it, it distance makes it difficult for people to empathize with nat- things like natural disasters? Because when the tsunami happened in, like, 2005, I was just yeah. like, well, it's not me. No, I didn't feel that way at all. I felt awful. You felt awful the entire time. Well, I was also in my 20s still, so... I felt, no, yeah. I think I think as you get a little bit older, it starts to impact you maybe a little bit more. Um, you, I don't know if empathy develops as you get older, because I, I know older people than me who it's like empathy just died in them. They're just like, they got harder and like, fuck them, who cares? I've met hundreds of people like that. Have you? <laughs> But I've also, you know what though? I, no matter no matter how how ill I can speak of the elderly, I, I I can say that the majority of them are very sweet people, who who just want to get on with life, living yeah. in this in this yeah like fucking hell. No, I fe- I mean I feel I felt empathy for the people of the tsunami. What but what I hated about it was was there was nothing I can do about it. You know that was like that was like scour the earth clean kind of. 
That's that's destruction on a magnitude that I can't even. I can't. Have you? There's a movie. Well, that's when about, California falls into the ocean, it can't fall into the ocean. And when it when um, it literally falls, when it like the crack is right before your house, and and then you look out, and it's nothing but it's, it's nothing a but. subduction plate. It does. It's not going to sink. We're not floating on water. We're fine. We can't sink. Mm-hmm. So when it falls, and then and then you 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 have you have your legs dangling over the edge where, and you have all your little puppets lined up. When next I to was you. younger, when I was younger, I was terrified of the big one because that's all they ever talked about. Oh, the big one's coming! When the big one hits, Lex Luthor is going to fire a nuke. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they like totally. I mean, Jesus. Speaking of Lex Luthor, yeah. Oh <laughs> look. He has oh, he no. hasn't made an appearance in so long. I know. He doesn't want to kiss me. See? Oh. Oh, no, I, saw that. I didn't know you wanted to kiss. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Good night. I love you. I love you too. Good night. Good love night, you Jason, too. I love you. Jason says what? he loves you on the penis. Stop it. I did not say that. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> I mean, what do you, you guys? I mean, Worcester has storms, but that's about it, right? When California live, falls into the ocean, you can live on it. It's big enough. Yeah. <laughs> yes, an island. Yeah. Yeah. We have a new one. You know what? You know what? You know what bothered me the other day that I was thinking about? What? There's enough garbage in the ocean to make a landmass almost the size of Australia. Don't. Oh, boy. It, it, if they, if you gathered it all up together, and, and, and it wouldn't be, as, obviously, as thick, but if you gathered it up all together yeah. and just put and just laid it out and and it's like literally <laughs> I'm the king of garbage. <laughs> and, and there's you know that you know that some some crazy billionaire is just like, well let's get the strainers out and I'll live on it. <laughs> I'm an oil millionaire. Well, I know that there are big pockets of like there's one the size of Texas. All right, garbage. I'm sorry. It might be Texas, but yeah. there is one the size of Texas that's just straight plastic and garbage and stuff like that. And they're like, "Oh, it's a tragedy and it's awful." But I had a weird thought, and it's like, what if it's there long enough that it develops its own little ecosystem? Like a well, uh, I can tell you right now. I know for a fact that there is actually a mass of tires. I don't know what ocean it's in. But they were yeah. dumped there, hoping that the coral reefs would take over, and and start eating it and taking it to pieces. But instead, if you go down under the ocean, it's everything. It's dead. just a pile of fucking tires just sitting there. It's it's like a it's <laughs> and like a lonely a, a fish the burr, size burr, of burr. Rhode Island. <laughs> like there's nothing Jesus. living there. <laughs> Who thought? Okay, number one, I could have told him that it's no matter what you do, it's still petroleum products. With a steel interior, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, how, what makes you think that coral is ever going to want to grow on it, or, or coral, anything? Doesn't for the that coral matter? like that? Huh? You know who would? You know who would think of that? Me. What? <laughs> would you think, Captain Tiny can, Hands? You're like that picture. Have you seen the picture of the kid who's? It, it's supposed to be inspirational, and it's like, found this, uh, found this turtle and set him free, and it's a picture of him throwing, throwing the turtle into the. Into the water, right? Mm-hmm. Good deed for the day. And the response underneath it is, you fucking moron, that was a tortoise. They can't swim. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that no, makes we, you sad. 
What do we have here? We have we do have our winter storms are pretty bad around. Yeah, here. yeah but it, if, if a gust bad. of wind blows through my town, the power goes out. And Jason knows <laughs> there's been a bunch of Wednesdays where, in the past five years, where I'm I'm texting him. I'm like, yeah, I had to leave my house so I can get a fucking phone signal because yeah. our our phone signal comes through the internet. But uh, yeah, I can't do a show tonight because. Because yeah. somebody, get somebody literally farted on the street and it knocked over a telephone <laughs> pole. <laughs> you get what I call real weather, like classic seasons. Yeah. You get a spring. You get a summer. Mm-hmm. You get a fall with turning leaves. I don't know how you're not outside all the time during the fall in fucking, in fucking Massachusetts. You know what? If I continue on this, this running that I'm doing, I'll probably be out all fall. At least until the winter when it becomes too icy to go running where I run. Because I'll tell you this much, I, f- I fell in love with Massachusetts. I really did. Mm-hmm. I really did. Um, and I was there for all of the all of the seasons, all of the different kinds of seasons, right? Mm-hmm. So I got, you know, I was there in winter, and I was there, you know, that was the first, in Massachusetts, I was wearing a black coat, and that was the first time that, and snow was falling. Snow had fallen on my coat, and I looked down at the snow on my coat, and I saw that the snowflake look like the fucking snowflakes that you cut out of paper yeah and you hang up i see here's the thing i thought you needed a magnifying glass to be able to see that no 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 because you can see it I up have, close and personal i had never i've been to the snow we, we drive all the way up to tahoe up into the sierra nevadas to go skiing or whatever but i had never been there when it was snowing i had always been up there when the snow had already fallen and you just run around the snow like a dork but I had never been in. I'd never seen it snow. I had never been in snow before, and that was the first time I was like, "Oh shit, snowflakes really look like that." That's awesome. <laughs> I thought it was just some made up shit that they make little kids do. Okay, cut out your snowflakes. It's Christmas time. <laughs> I love how of- they make. See, that's that's the part that's kind of really fucking sad. What? Is that I? I honestly, I think I. I honestly thought that they only did that in New England, but then later when I realized they did it everywhere else, and I'm like, why? Yeah. Well, kids because- in fucking Florida aren't going to see snow unless they travel afar. It's the way that this Can you imagine was in Africa where, like, it's Christmas time? Cut out your snowflakes. Cut out. Put on All your the partner. missionaries are like. <laughs> <laughs> Cut out the snowflake. No, They've fun. never seen snow in their lives. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you just <laughs> proved it, though. You just kind of proved it, though. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. No, I mean, it, honestly, I didn't. I don't think I saw snow, real snow, until. Jeez, I don't know. I was eight or nine years old, maybe ten. Maybe you know 10 what? I, I think one of my favorite things in recent, and it's not. It's bad because it's. It's it's horrible weather for people in Texas, but I think it was last year or or the year before, there yeah. was an ice storm in 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 this te- in the center of Texas, yeah. right? And 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 anybody who had never driven through snow, they, I'm seeing footage on on CNN of people of, cars. of people going like, <laughs> like and I'm like I'm like what. What makes you think you can drive on that? They don't know. They've no, been used I, to being able to drive on anything they want to. No, I know. But what's funny is they they all have trucks. I know. They all have trucks and SUVs, and they still can't drive. That doesn't mean the- they know how to drive them. I, I, it has been getting progressively, thanks to climate change, it's been getting progressively colder and colder. 
every every winter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if it ever snows and it sticks and there's snow on the ground and there's snow on the roads, I am not leaving the house because California drivers forget how to drive in rain. Mm-hmm. So when it rains the first time, accidents everywhere, people smashing into things, people hydroplaning everywhere. If it ever snowed here, it would be a slaughterhouse. Those idiots would smash into everything in sight, if not into other buildings, people, churches, God knows what. It would be a, it would be a fucking disaster. I, California. Hmm. My favorite my favorite part of those news reports were the were the highways that were locked up because of so many accidents. People were abandoning their fucking cars. It looked like really? it looked like the apocalypse. They were like, "Nope, <laughs> fuck this. I ain't sticking around here. My house is just fuck about you, five miles that way. <laughs> I'll come back. I'll come back." Oh, I mean, the first time I ever saw the actual the actual nighttime sky. Wait, so have you ever driven in snow, though? Yeah, I have. Okay. When How I was in Worcester, I drove in, I drove in snow. Fine. I was yeah. fine. You realized that you had to drive slow and pump your brakes? Yes. And, okay. Yeah, I was I was cautious. I read Here, up on now, it Now, here's the thing there. that will scare the shit out of people listening, okay? Now, I, I, I know that it's, it may be difficult to believe, but snow is very slippery. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, but the, this is the funny part. The best thing to do when you are, say, going down a hill or up a hill, do not use your brakes at all. Do not touch your brakes. Do not tap your brakes. Do not think about... Don't fart on your brakes. Because your car will right itself. If yeah. you start to feel a skid, all you need to do mm-hmm. is just adjust a teeny little bit in the opposite direction and your car will right itself. I'm mm-hmm. Like, I did that once for... Uh, the first time I ever drove Dana in the snow... She was like, she's like, why aren't you pumping the brakes? Why aren't you pumping the brakes? And we're gaining speed at the bottom of the hill. And I'm like, yeah. I have it in second gear. We're just going to ride. So it went, mm. and we were going from 20 miles an hour up to possibly 40 miles an hour. And she's yeah. like, why aren't you pumping the brakes? Why aren't you pumping the brakes? Why aren't you pumping the And I'm like, can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> because that's scaring me more than driving in the snow. And I, I literally took my foot and both of my feet and put it up, put them up on the dashboard because that's how much room there was in this car. And I'm like, no, I'm going to show you that we're going to be okay. Just look. And then we got to the bottom of the hill and I put my feet back down. And then as I, we lost a little bit of forward momentum, I, then mm-hmm. I, I pumped the brakes. And she's like, don't ever fucking do that again. Next time I'm in the car, I'm going to slam on the brakes every single time we go down a hill in the snow. <laughs> 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 but my way is the best way. I'm right. Okay. Yeah. Everyone listen to Addy. But I mean, uh, the first time I ever... Have you ever seen the actual nighttime sky with no light pollution? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been to Maine. Northern Maine. Is, you can see it in Northern Maine? Mm-hmm. You can sometimes see the uh, the Aurora Borealis. Okay. So when you went up there and you saw it for the first time, oh, it's amazing. A it's a Huh? But, yeah. I was a child, but... Okay. Oh, yeah. You didn't care. Eh, yeah, whatever. No. Later, later when I tried to enjoy it, it was still it was still overshadowed by people singing about Jesus and how Jesus oh, made I'm that. I'm sorry. Jesus was a part of it. So. The first time I saw it... I uh, my grandmother, I was in Hawaii. They picked me up in Kona. I fell asleep on the car ride to back to the house. They woke me up. I get out of the car, and I look up, and I am astounded by what I see. I had grown up in the suburbs, around a city. I'd never seen the nighttime sky the way it's supposed to be seen, where you could see it, so long as there wasn't fucking light pollution destroying your, your ability to see it. And I remember being flabbergasted by what I could say because it was so astonishingly beautiful Mm -hmm. and then getting so fucking angry (laughs) why 
Because that is something, I honestly believe this, I honestly believe this, that if we could get rid of the light pollution and people could step outside and see the enormity of space, not little pinpricks of light, but the fucking vastness of what we live in. Because when you look at it, you go, shit, that's the Milky Way arm, and that entire cloudy area is just... It's millions the, it's the upon millions, of, yeah, <laughs> millions of stars, and there's you know trillions, gal- yeah, <laughs> and you just you're just standing there, and all of a sudden, you know where Earth is in in our own galaxy. Yeah, it's the center of the universe. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> because and that's exactly that, what I would think immediately looking at all of that. I'm like, no, this is all for me and me that alone. Me. Humbling me. Ex- that humbling experience. That yeah. that incredible uh, moment where your mind wakes up and you see that has been stolen for the majority of the people on this fucking planet. Well, I can say no that one um, thinks, hmm. even in southern New England and Massachusetts... If if I shut off my porch light, I can see probably I don't know fifty percent more stars than you can. Probably, but but probably. I can. I'm still seeing only only about I don't know six. How many stars do you see at night? Not that many. Yeah, I mean I can make out so, uh, Orion. Um, no, but. when I yeah yeah on on good nights, I if I drive into my father's home. Uh, and, and down the quarter, that little quarter mile driveway, and I pull in, and I look above the treetops. I can yeah. see not only Orion, but I can see like the uh, like the shower of stars surrounding it. Yeah. The winter time is is gorgeous here because it and, oh because and, it, the air gets really clear, right? Yeah, and the and the the sharp scraggly trees are reaching. Now that that's another thing. That, okay, I'll agree with you on this. The winter time in New England. If mm-hmm. you can ever, it, if winter still exists, when you get a chance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was very little, I went to um, uh, <clears throat> probably Callis, Maine, or maybe farther, farther yeah. higher. Uh, my my one of my uncles lived up there. <clears throat> they owned a house that, if you stepped outside, it was at least a half a mile between one house and another. And yeah. behind the house was State Forest. Only he had a clearing of about an acre. I don't know if you've ever, if a lot of people realize just how fucking huge an acre of land an is. An acre of land is, is, is a good sized portion of land. Okay. Uh, it was wintertime, and all of us kids decided at 9 o'clock at night we were going to get all of our snow shit on, our little yeah. booties and our hats and our little, you know. Yeah. Very, and we were going to trek through one of the hills and sled down until we were exhausted. And our parents yeah. were like, fine, it's, you know, it's Christmas vacation. Stay up as late as you like. Right. But without footprints in the snow, when the moon shines down on that, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the snow is blue. Yeah. It is a very pale blue, a ghostly mm-hmm. blue. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, if you look at the sky, it is a dome of just gorgeous fucking light. Yeah. Just bespeckling, like like nothing about this is 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 ugly or it or nope. chaotic. It's just mind blowingly beautiful. Yeah, and like and that's what I was trying to get at. The sharp dead trees are just reaching up and trying to grab the sky, and and then in the in the distance off to the right is my my uncle's little cottage, 
with mm-hmm. the with the red lights on and the inside and the the smoke billowing out of his little thing. It's a it's a fucking Thomas Kincaid painting. Yeah. is what it is. Or went I don't know if he did winter landscapes, but let's say Bob Ross he and Thomas did. Thomas Kincaid fucked and made this. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> baby. This and and Norman Rockwell. I'm just gonna- I'm just gonna put it in a little. I'm just gonna put there. <laughs> no, wait, wait, hold on. If um, I'm gonna move it back and forth. Bob Ross, Norman Rockwell, and um, uh, uh, who's another famous painter? I, I had I had Norman Rockwell and Bob Ross and Thomas Kincaid all had a threesome where they came into <laughs> a little pot and then their 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 oh. crazy infant child then painted a painting. Uh huh. Um, at the direction of uh. David Lynch. Okay. Maybe. No, no, no. I want the star. The stars are fine because I can't change those. The, there was a low, uh, low range, disturbing hum in the background. <laughs> no, that's that's Kubrick. <laughs> no, that's Lynch. You listen, Lynch. Uh, Kubrick's good, but Lynch is a pro at fucking sound design in his goddamn movies. Mm. So, anyways, yes, it, I, I, re- I will always remember. And at least six of us kids trekking through the snow, this this this, and then I I swear you know what I'm I might be making up I swear probably a deer went ba-dum, 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 like through, <laughs> with its big fucking antlers. You hallucinated a deer. You're like it's too beautiful. <laughs> it's too beautiful. It needs a bit. It needs a deer. <laughs> you know I have to say I don't think that I've ever watched either a sunrise or a sunset. What? Well, from where I am, I can't watch it on the beach. Yeah, because of the way you're facing. Yeah. But I've I've never I've never sat there and watched the sun. I've watched it get lighter out, but I've never watched oh. the sun come up over the horizon or bury itself. Yeah, I'm I've burying so I'm many... burying my beak over here. <laughs> I've watched a lot of sunsets. It's a date thing to do out here. Uh, if you're on the beach watching mm-hmm. the sunset. Um the one sunrise that I remember more vividly than anything else um, my grandfather's funeral in Hawaii. I'm at the hotel. I'm on the, I think about the seventh floor, on the patio smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, basically the big island is just one big mountain, mm-hmm. right? Sticking up out of the water. And so the sun. Wait, which I can which see one is that? It's Kilauea? Mauna Loa is the big one. Oh, Mauna okay. Loa is the big one. Kilauea it, is, is that the one, smaller a- one. Kilauea is the one that's active, right? Kilauea is the one that's active. Okay. So. I can see the light coming up, and I can see that uh, I look up, and I can see that it's already hit the top parts of the the hotel, and it's kind of turning into a golden color, and it's really relaxing. I'm having a cup of coffee. I'm smoking my cigarette. It's quiet in Kona, and the sun's coming up, and that light is dropping further and further down, and it's all golden and wonderful. And I swear to fucking God, as soon as it starts to peak and that light hits the top of my head it felt like a goddamn it felt like someone had set my head on fire it was so fucking hot i thought i was i thought what what the hell is going on and i stood up into it and it literally felt like i was being shot with a laser beam it was so goddamn hot and i immediately ran into my room and closed the curtain it was like <laughs> the sun outside is gonna kill us <laughs> i don't like it anymore you know what's you know I, one of my favorite memes recently is is huh. uh, it shows a bunch of people standing um in front of swing sets uh, uh you see you see their shadows you see yeah. the swing sets and then you see the people's shadows and it said 
light itself, uh, the, the light from the sun traveled 93, oh no, I'm sorry. Your shadow is evidence that the sun traveled 90, sent light 93 million miles through space. At, but at first, or, or at first, how long it takes to come, the light from the come from the center, uh-huh. which is probably millions of years. <clears throat> because, yeah. It, yeah, the nuclear force and then the gravity and everything. So it, it took all that time to come out there, and then 93 million miles only to be stopped by your fat ass. <laughs> you fucking jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've managed, I've managed to see some pretty cool things. I got to see this. I want to see the Aurora Borealis. I have stood next to lava as it pours into the ocean. Ooh, right? I need that description for something. Oh, do you really? I'll give it to you later. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no. Oh yeah. yeah, I'll give it to you later. It's it's amazing because um, uh, it was uh, the volcano was erupting in eighty eight, and my graduation present was a, a trip to Hawaii. Um, but it was erupting in eighty eight, so I went down there, and uh, you could walk down, and there were like illegal ways. If you if your family were natives and your grandmother looked like a native because she was Filipino, you just got into everything for free. Everything was free. You okay. just walked it. They'd look in the car. They'd see my grandma, and they'd just wave you in. And the next group of tourists would pull up, and they'd be like, $25 to go to the volcano. And it was like, that's the way, <laughs> that's the way it worked in Hawaii. <laughs> and so if you wanted to go down ah, to capitalism. the lava <laughs> from a less than safe vantage point, there were ways that you could do it. And I just followed the, I just followed the, the path and uh, walked up there and just watched it. Just this is just this boiling of this bright, uh, bright orange and yellow, and it was kind of you know topped with the the dark. It was topped with the you know because it cools on the top, so it's kind of like pouring out and hitting, and steam is just shooting up. Every it was it was it was amazing. But there are other things that I still want. I want to see the aurora borealis desperately, desperately. I've never seen. We ought to meet in Alaska. Well, meet in Alaska, like Alexander (laughs) Super Tramp. What? Like who? Oh, Chris Wanless, the kid who found the magic bus in northern in northern Alaska and died because he ate all those berries. <laughs> Into the wild. Into the wild. Into the wild guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what killed him? Yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that the movie is ac- the movie is accurate. I, I haven't finished the book. I, I even though it's only like a few hundred pages, I'm like, this is I can't because it's so it, tragic. He's a, he's it, a Harvard graduate. I believe he's right. a Harvard graduate, and he's just like foot system. And and this is uh, one of my bro- my brother's favorite stories. Oh, I'm sure he, it is because he, he, he goes across who... country with a with a, a bachelor of fucking economics, and he's he lives off of shit and goes and and learns shit because he fucking dies. <laughs> yeah, and he eventually cuts through Canada to get to Alaska, and once he's there, he's like, I'll live in this magic bus and I'll be fine, and no animal. <laughs> come so he starts eating berries yeah and um and the berries are poisoned and i think that what it is is that i'll have to look it up but i'm pretty sure it's a type of berry that once it's caught in your system it blocks it blocks your system so it and it take and it's a very slow and painful starvation death oh boy yeah, and he holy fuckballs. Yeah, he just kept getting skinnier and skinnier and skinnier until. Uh-huh. And what's crazy is I, I believe that they they he recorded that he actually he actually saw a bear. Now if he had killed, I'm, I'm <laughs> you he couldn't you can't digest food. I think that 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 was the reason it wouldn't have mattered. Okay, so what it kind of coats his his intestines. Yeah, yeah, and blocks the ability to absorb food. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! Can you imagine passing food, chewed food through your system? Just passing it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, because it would get, go into your stomach, it'd get turned into chyme, right? Mm-hmm. And then it would pass into mm, your... Chyme. <laughs> I know. Your small intestine where it's supposed to, the nutrients are supposed to be absorbed, but don't. And then it winds up in your large intestine. And, and you I just guess maybe poop out a steak hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it definitely wouldn't be regular poop, I could say that, because I think you can still, the large intestine will still draw water from it, right? Mm-hmm. It'll still draw out the, the water, hopefully. If not, then oh, McCandless, just... Chris McCandless, I'm Ms. Sorry, not Chris McCandless, <sighs> him That's and that so bear guy. Sad, but he got to see the aurora. <laughs> At least he got well, to I'm see sure the aurora did. before he died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. And they made a movie about him where it's, he's like a hero, right? Um, no, no, it's a tragedy. Definitely a tragedy. It's got. Uh, oh, it is okay. Oh, cute Sean guy. Penn. What's his name? No, not Sean fucking Penn. It's Sean Penn. He's in it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! No, Sean is it Penn. Sean Penn in the movie? No, no, not no, as no. the lead it's, character. Um, here, hold on. Uh, um, IMDb. No, it's I forgot his name and I shouldn't have because he's he's fucking adorable. Uh-huh. Um full cast. No, Willem Hurt's in it. He plays the father. Oh, okay. Emil Hirsch. What else has he been in? Oh my god. Emil Hirsch? Yeah. He's been in a lot of movies. Oh, the name's you know, familiar. Emil Hirsch was in Milk with Sean Penn. Oh, okay. Um he was in, he's going to be in the upcoming Tarantino film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Um he was in a choo-choo train? No. Um, uh, what's the last one? 10,000 Saints. Uh, he was nope. in Bonnie and Clyde TV series. Uh, nope. Lone Survivor. No, nope. I gotta find them. He's in He's in a lot of good movies that I liked because they were mostly indie movies. Oh, okay. Milk. Okay. Into the Wild. Yeah. Alpha Dog. Lords of Dogtown. Nope. nope. That's a skate movie. Yeah, I know. The Girl Next Door, Imaginary Heroes. Nope. Uh, the Emperor's Club. That's the one with, um, where he's the cheater and, uh, uh, Kevin Klein finds out. No? You never nope. Know. Okay. Um, but he's been in a lot of shit. Okay. Anyway. Good for him. Hey, you want to start the show? No, we're at an hour. Let's say bye-bye. No, we're going to start the show. And we can't start the show. We're doing a bit. We're going to start the show and then end it. Oh, okay. All right. You want to start the show? Yeah, sure. Okay. And three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Let Me Finish Two Men, One Story, One Million Interruptions. I am Jason Harding. And I am Atticus Blake. And we just lived the dream where we never got around to the show. (laughs) We have joked before that one day, the two of us talking was going to take up the entire intro. The the intro of the show was going to take up the entire show, and this time it finally happened. I'm I'm also sure that we did do an episode where we didn't have a story, so we just talked the entire time. I don't know if we did or not. Mm. I know that for some reason I remember... It was called was The he? Impossible. That episode was The Impossible Happens. Was it? Yeah. But th- this one was different because we shows? didn't even we didn't even say we, we were going <laughs> to do that. We didn't even say that. We're just like, fuck it. Let's just keep talking. I don't care. Hey, guys, just because we talked this entire time doesn't mean that we don't want your stories. So if you have a story that you would like for us to read, please 
go to the Let Me Listen podcast website, go to the contact page, leave it for us there. I swear to God, we're going to finish that other story that we started, right, Addy? We'll just read it all the way through. With no yeah, joke. we're just going to read it all the way through. We, I no, swear we're going to finish it. it. <laughs> I'll Fine, I'll read it. You can make the jokey jokes. <laughs> it's the Minnie DeRusso show with Minnie DeRusso. <laughs> and his special guest, this thing I found. <laughs> it looks like I can fit it in my butt. <laughs> Let's poke it. <laughs> I'm a child. God. Shut up, thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get my poking stick. <laughs> you, you're taking your pants off, Danny. <laughs> no, no, no. The poking stick's behind me. I just take my dick out <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> For no reason. Because I poke, I poke, and then I ejaculate. I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping we were going to make it all the way to the end without Danny. This is the end. No, but we didn't make it all the way through to the end without him. <laughs> you gotta have him. I wanted a Danny-free show. I don't know what I was doing on 9-11. I was probably gurking off to some, some porn, some granny porn or something. What do you think he was doing during 9-11? I'm telling you, he, you, he was care? probably fucking jerking off. <laughs> His mom's like, Danny, it's time to eat your beanie weenies and something's happening on the TV. Oh, look, I'm, I am such a terrible person. I'm going to masturbate to the death of 3,000 people. <laughs> oh, my God. You said he was masturbating to porn. Now he's doing that. So he sat there with his SpaghettiOs. <laughs> mom, this is, this is a really great show you put on. I love it. What's this movie called? The special effects are great. It really draws you in. So he's just sitting there making soup sound crunchy. He's got his dick out, and she's just his like, well, that's good. you got to squeeze from head all the way to the shaft. His, his mom's slowly cleaning a knife again. No, she helped him. She reaches from behind, and she's like, this is how you do it. Okay, you're done. So you do you're it. fucking finished. <laughs> no, we're not closing out this show like this. <laughs> and then he's we're like, not. oh, oh, God, but the tower's Okay, fall. goodbye, everybody. No one listened to him. No one listened to him right now. I'm going to come. Oh, he is making a joke that he is going to. When next tomorrow, I swear to God, there's going to be an email saying, "Can you please remove the joke I made about nope. Danny masturbating to 9/11?" I haven't done that in like 150 episodes. I'm sure. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Every time tragedy happens, I'm there, gurking off. <laughs> Have you seen this man? <laughs> he's in every photo. And you every, know what? He's just like it. He's like it. It's he's like in it. every I was historical just photo. They're flipping through and they're like, there he is again. And he's, you he's get like, like popping a time life page. book of great disasters and you're just flipping through <laughs> During, 1906 earthquake. <laughs> right before the Gettysburg Address, he pops out naked and he's like, ah! <laughs> Why before the Gettysburg Address? <laughs> well, because they, they did battle directly after. <laughs> No, they did it! Yes, they did. There was a battle. The Gettysburg Address commemorated the battlefield afterwards, not before. Lincoln didn't show up and go, four score and seven years ago. You know what? Fuck them guys up over there. (laughs) Jason, you know what? Does it matter? A lot of people had just died. <laughs> and and all of a sudden, matter. there's a, there's the earthquake in California in 19 whatever, and he's just he's just there standing there, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like jerking it. 
There's a there's a <laughs> there's like one of those woodcuts they used to do for the newspaper of the Chicago fire that shows people running down the street and a naked Danny jerking off into a bucket. He's like, yeah. <laughs> right. He's everywhere. He's on the he's the person on the grassy knoll. <laughs> like, they edit him out because he's so ugly. He's just standing there. He's like, well, I don't have a gun, but I'm definitely going to shoot. <laughs> oh, he's look at Kennedy's away. head explode. <laughs> he's running away naked from uh, Princess Diana's limousine crash. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Are you sure you don't want to take that one back? Nope. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what other horrific things can we and like right right in the middle of Vietnam there's like a whole bunch of people getting shot on the battlefield and <laughs> Jesus it, Christ and he's just standing there <laughs> hey guerrilla warfare don't mind me poof <laughs> he's, he's standing next to Hitler <laughs> he's standing behind him and he's like hey <laughs> hey Adolf <laughs> <laughs> There's some old drawing of the Black Plague. It really and it's was him rubbing a rubbing a rat on his dick. Hitler really was his dad. Stop it! <laughs> I brought this one back with me. <laughs> Say goodbye. <laughs> what other terrible things can we think of? <laughs> <laughs> we'll think of them off of the podcast. He's at the crucifixion of Jesus. Like, <laughs> hey, Jesus. Can I have some of that wine? <laughs> Someone nail his hands back up there. No. <laughs> he's the guy on the he's the guy on the second cross. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how big my dick is. <laughs> yes, son, that is a large penis. <laughs> he's there when Muhammad marries the nine year old. Alright, we're done. <laughs> we're fucking finished. He's like, that's Say right. That's how goodbye. it's done. <laughs> Good man. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. The Lemmy Finish podcast is a Lemmy Listen podcast production with Atticus Blake and Jason Harding, with music by Kevin McLeod, produced by Jason Harding. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at our website at www.letmelistenpodcasts.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and iTunes. Please like and leave a review. And thank you for listening.